Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Giannis Vivere, co-founder of Trace.Space, to the show today. Giannis, welcome. Nice to, nice to be here, and thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. So let's dive right in. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, well, I have, a, I guess, a pretty typical background for a SaaS founder. Or, or, or my, I have a quite a typical journey in SaaS, so I started uh, my career as an SDR. Uh, I got promoted within a year, spent uh, a couple of years really managing large accounts, so sort of enterprise sales, enterprise account management, and then joined a small startup as the first time sales leader and grew that startup from 30 people to 350 people and from 2 million ARR to 20 million ARR when I left within three years. So sort of saw quite a lot of stages of, you know, companies and building teams and, and really scaling. But, you know, when you invest so much time and effort into something that's basically becomes yours to some degree, mm-hmm. you, you just feel like you should be doing it yourself. And I've been passionate about this industry that we are going into now. Uh, it's known as systems engineering, requirements engineering, you know, amazing people building very complex products and innovate innovations or innovators basically. And, and, you know, now I'm building trace space, a, a company making, making, making sure that those innovators are empowered and set up for success. Well, let's talk about that now. So tell us more about what products and services you offer at trace, trace.space. Yes. So when you build anything complex that has hardware and software in it, or just pure, pure software, but when it's regulated, like a medical device, autom- autom- automobile, uh, spaceship, you know, all, all kinds of, all kinds of complex devices are actually built using a practice called systems engineering. And there's a bunch of tools that are known in that space. Like maybe you've heard of PPC and the salt and there is also so all the old players like Siemens and, and, and the IBM, but really the, the sort of VC back SaaS has not gone after these markets for a while because we've been all, you know, selling, you know, B2B products to each other for a while now. And so now I think that there is a, an opportunity to build for the specific space. So for the innovators that are building products. So right now we are uh, starting to build the requirements management tool, and then we'll expand into product lifecycle management and, and, and others, but it's really a product for, for, for engineers and innovators to, to document what they're building and how they're building and collaborating with each other. Yeah, that's interesting because you said you, your background, you came from a, a commercial or sales background, and now you're in the world of engineering. So how did you end up you know, focusing on this problem to solve? Yeah, so I, when I was working as an account manager, I actually was managing large accounts for the systems engineering product. So I, I really spent a lot of time going on site to these companies that are building these products. I, I organized user conferences and I really fell in love with the, with this persona. And so when the, you know, when you think about the 
found their persona fit, then this was really it because, you know, the systems engineering itself might be a little dry for a normal human, but the, the actual products that, that they're building and the people that they're build, that, that are building are actually a lot of fun to talk to. You know, who wouldn't want to know how uh, an electric Bugatti is actually built? So that's what we are doing. We're we are working with companies that are really building the future products and helping them do it faster, higher quality and more efficiently. Yeah, that's great. And so do you, what industries do you focus on? The, any industry company that has any sort of engineering effort, say like a, you know, a SaaS company or manufacturing or, or what industries do you target for your solution? Yeah, at the beginning, we'll, we'll narrow it down to mid-market and small enterprise automotive and industrial products. You think of, you know, car batteries or, or any sort of device, integrated device that has a chip on it, it's connected to, to the, the control panel, ICU, and so on. But the, but the actual product that we are building can be used for any type of product development. So, you know, if you have a structured SaaS uh, product team, they will, they, they will be able to replace their sort of confluence notion setup with uh, something purpose-built for product development. But really the, the, the most value, especially at the beginning, they will, will get the people that use the practice of, of requirements management. Okay. All right. So it makes a lot of sense. So initially targeting that kind of automotive industrial, but really you said anything, any company that has some sort of product development. Mm -hmm. So interesting. And what year did you found trace.space? It's, it's founded at the end of last year and, and really we got going this year. So basically 2023. Okay. Okay. So, so still pretty new. And where are you located? Do you, is it remote uh, headquarters or do you have a headquarters somewhere? The company is, is remote and distributed. So we have, we have a few people in, in Latvia. We have, we just hired someone in Romania. And then, you know, we, we, I'm myself traveling between London, Amsterdam, Riga. So it's, mm -hmm. it's everywhere. I spent the mm -hmm. past five weeks in Brazil. So it's remote. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And then what's your current team size? So we are today we are five. We are all about to close the sixth person. And from, I can't reveal from where yet, but from one, an amazing automotive name. So if you follow our page, you'll hear soon. All right. That sounds great. And since you're relatively new any revenue or are you pre-revenue right now? Right now we are pre-product, pre-revenue, but we are on well on our way to building the product right now. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. And then you recently raised, what, a one and a half million, I think, euro pre-seed round. And, and you raised that. Tell us a little bit about that because you raised that really, it sounded like I saw a press release with, with no product or MVP in hand yet. Yeah, that's correct. So we, we were thinking a lot about, so what, what is the path we, we want to take with our co-founders, but, but, you know, we sort of made a, a conscious decision that we're going to go the VC path. So, so take the money right away, 
And so we have, we had a, an architecture, conceptual architecture built already. It wasn't an MVP. It was basically, a, we, we had a proof of concept that what we are thinking about building uh, is going to work at the architectural level. And then we went uh, to start speaking to basically potential design partners. So we got a, we got a bunch of people excited uh, from, from automotive and industrial. And, uh, and then we went to, to ECs with uh, basically an, a proof of concept and a network of people that are excited about what we're planning to build. And that's, that's a really interesting progression. So you really, you know, good, good lessons learned there for other founders listening. So you had no product yet, but you had a proof of concept, maybe say a wireframe or just the, the design, the concept. And then before going to get investment, you went to the automotive industrial companies to see if they would be interested, like you said, get some excitement, maybe get some buy-in and then take that, those conversations, that excitement and then sell your story to investors to get funding? Yeah, so the, the full story is that we actually went at the beginning to the, to the network, network of people in the automotive space that we had from the past experiences, but also just purely called through, to, through LinkedIn, mm -hmm. through our called outreach. And we started validating whether what we are want, wanting to build is, is actually a real you know, need. So we, we started at the beginning with very general sort of research interviews where we asked those systems engineers and requirements engineers to tell us about their product development process. And, and then, you know, to tell about the main issues that they have in that process. And that's how we crystallized the story because we heard from the actual practitioners about what their pains are. And, and then that story basically was transformed into a, a deck. Uh, I think we had a pretty strong founding team. So I, I have uh, quite a, a lot of experience in VC backed SaaS. Mikos, our head of operations, is, is being, you know, in Chile Piper also together with me in Localize. Mm -hmm. And, and, and our technical co-founder was actual practitioner. So he knew actually what he's planning to build and, and he knew what he's talking about. So I think the three components, when you go to raise a pre-seed are a strong team, a good, good sort of strong story and actual validation from the practitioners in the space you're planning to go into that you're, that they, they actually tell you that it's a real problem instead of you trying to tell them or sell them something that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, and that's really appreciate that insight. So those three points, again, strong team, you had a great story and then actual validation through those customer discovery calls. And then when you went to pitch the investors, how did that go? You know, was it about selling your story, your experience with these discovery calls? What, what was the focus from the investor side when you went to pitch them? Then the, the story, well, we, we kind of, someone already bought or, or, or believed in our idea quite early and that, you know, made the rest of the process much faster. But, you know, we, I think we, are, we were also a little bit lucky that we met our lead investor so early in the process. 
but at the same time we did we we did sell the 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 story not just about what we are planning to build first so this initial validation that there is the the pain in requirements management but we also looked at the whole evolution of the of the product and the industry and and we 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 really thought about you know the the latest trends that are happening right now in the world uh, you know why now instead of you know mm-hmm. five, 10 years ago or 10 years later and and so i think the the, the story was sort of really you know focused on two two things first that we know what we're going to build first and that there are people that want what we want to build first but also that there is also market for it not only market up to 100 million ARR, but uh, up to a billion ARR. And, and, and that's what I mean when I mentioned these, you know, Siemens and IBM and all these uh, old, huge, you know, software companies, they, they are like, they have 50 million, $50 billion market cap caps, uh, and they're just pure software for engineers. So obviously we're not going to take all of their market share, but there's a lot of room to with a modern approach, which is, you know, not try to build everything at the same time, but there is basically focus on uh, core jobs that the engineers need to solve and and expand. You know, when you think about an intercom, for example, they also, they have support chat, but they're also solving individual jobs, like marketer can send out a newsletter easily. You can, you can analyze some, some other stuff. So it's, it's really uh, making sure that you you're clear of of that you know what you're planning to do about the market and that you know the market and the trends in that space. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, thanks for sharing that insight. And so Yana says we wrap up. What's next for Trace.Space? What's coming up next for the company? You know, we, we so we sort of not finalized, but we have a, a, a very strong team already in place right now. So. We, uh, we just had closed an amazing product designer hire, and 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 right now we are really going into uh, execution on the product. So we have, it's already you know we've been building now for several months, so it's quite far ahead. But we crystallized the ind- individual jobs that we are going to be building now first. So maybe I, I wouldn't call it a full MVP yet, but uh, right now we are in the, in the full building mode. And uh, so that's what that's what's next. Really, is we have the team in place. We've already well on our way with development. Now we are just gathering more design partners, talking to our you know initial excited partners that that you know provide us feedback of what we are building, and then we're gonna release something to the world. Okay, great. Yeah, that's exciting. When do you think you'll be pushing out the MVT, MVP to prospects sometime uh, this summer? Then. It's it's towards towards end of summer, but it will be you know it it, it depends. I think that yeah. uh, within this year we'll have initial feedback from from users if, yeah. if we are going the right direction. Yeah, that's really exciting. So, Janis, really appreciate your time today and sharing your background and story. And if listeners would like to learn more about your company, where should we send them online? I think the best place right now is our, our LinkedIn page, trace.space. It's, you know, website is sort of 
not on, not our focus. You know, we're very focused on, on sort of things that we, we need to get done right away. And, you know, we post a lot on, on LinkedIn and, you know, about fun stuff, but also some insights and our observations. So I think that's the, the, the best place, you know, where to learn about this. Well, if you'd like to learn more, yeah, that sounds like let's go. I'll put the, the link in the show notes, but follow trace.space on LinkedIn so you get their latest updates. Follow Giannis on LinkedIn, and I'll put Giannis's link as well in the show notes. And Giannis, really appreciate your time today and sharing your story. Yeah, thank you very much. It was good fun.